0: everyone and happy Palm Sunday. We are still in Genesis and last week we talked about Cain and Abel. This week we're talking about how mankind continued to multiply but they also continued in sin even after Cain killed Abel. God saw how wicked humans were and he called them corrupt.
1: God decided to destroy all mankind and wipe them from the earth. That means that every single person would die and there would be no more humans. But God chose to save Noah and his family because they loved God and were obedient. So God gave Noah instructions on how to build an ark. He told Noah to also bring two of every kind of bird and animal on the earth.
0: Genesis chapter 7 says, The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, and also seven pairs of every kind of bird, female, and male, to keep their various kinds alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now, I will send rain upon the earth for 40 days and 40 nights, and I will wipe them from the face of the earth, every living creature I have made. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. On that day, all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and the rain fell on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. On that very day, Noah and his sons Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every wild animal according to its kind, all livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moved along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, everything with wings. Pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them came to Noah and entered the ark. The animals going in were male and female of every living thing as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in.
1: For forty days the flood kept coming on the earth, and as the waters increased they lifted the ark high above the earth. The waters rose and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. They rose greatly on the earth, and all the high mountains under the entire heavens were covered. The waters rose and covered the mountains to a depth of more than 15 cubits. Every living thing that moved on land perished. Birds, livestock, wild animals, all the creatures that swarm over the earth, and all of mankind. Everything on dry land that had the breath of life in its nostrils died. Every living thing on the face of the earth was wiped out. People and animals and the creatures that move along the ground and the birds were wiped from the earth. Only Noah was left and those with him in the ark. The waters flooded the earth for 150 days.
0: The ark was a huge boat, but it had to fit two of every kind of animal, two of every bird, Noah and his family, and enough food for all of them. This was not an easy job, and some people thought Noah was crazy, but he obeyed the word of God.
1: God was faithful to his promise, and he flooded the earth. As soon as the animals, Noah, and his family were in the ark and shut the doors, the rain started. The entire earth was covered, and soon the only people and animals left alive were all in the ark.
0: This is kind of a sad and lonely ending, but next week... We're going to finish up this story and learn about God's promise to Noah. Okay guys, up next we have Graydon, Hattie, and Zeb reviewing last week's Catechism.
2: Was it necessary for Christ our Redeemer to die? Why? Why was it necessary for Christ, our Redeemer, to die? Christ died. We were in our place. To we were all about with penalty Well, good morning, Randolph Street Kids, and happy Lord's Day to each of you and your families. I hope all of you had an absolutely great week. Today is the Lord's Day. It's the day he's given us to gather together with God's people in order to worship and give proper praise to our God. So I hope to see many of you and your families here later this morning at our gathering Well, last week was an exciting week for Randolph Street as we added a new addition to our Randolph Street kids. Uh, Geneva Bear welcomed home her little sister, Lydia Hope. Geneva, we are so excited for you and your family, and we can't wait for you to introduce Lydia to her new church family. All right, let me take just a couple of sentences to summarize our last few weeks together in the Catechism. Here's what we've learned. Jesus is the God-man. So he's truly God. He's truly man. And because of who he is, he is able to save us as sinners from the judgment we all rightly deserve before this holy God. So as we learned in last week's catechism question and answer, Christ died willingly in our place. And he did so to deliver us from the penalty and the power of sin and to bring us back to God, to reconcile us to God. So in all of that, what we have learned is that Jesus is the answer to our problem of sin before this holy God. Thank you to the Tuggle crew, Graydon, Hattie, Big Zeb. Uh, you guys were absolutely great. Graydon, good job, buddy. Uh, and I must say, I do miss the Mohawk. I'll see you guys later this morning. Today's question, number 25. And the question is, does Christ's death mean that all of our sins can be forgiven? All right, that's a, that's a big question. The answer, yes, because Christ's death on the cross fully paid the penalty for our sin. So God will remember our sins no more. I love this catechism question because this is really important to me. I want to know that my sins can be fully forgiven before our holy God. That brings me comfort to know that Christ's death paid the penalty for my sins. So so what I owed before God, the penalty that I owed, is now resolved and canceled. And God will never hold my sins against me, ever. Why? Because of Jesus and his work. All right, Randolph Street kids, get to memorizing. Uh, This is a great question and answer for you this week. Don't forget to ask mom and dad uh, for help as you think through these catechism questions and answers. Uh, We love you. I hope you know that. We are praying for you. And again, I hope to see many of you at our gathering this morning.
3: Good morning, boys and girls. Abraham and I are so glad that you've come back. join us again today for another catechism song today we're going to be doing question number 25 which is does christ's death mean that all our sins can be forgiven well the answer is yes and that is good news we're going to sing it through twice and we hope that you join us just whenever you're ready here we go Does Christ death mean all our sins can be forgiven We'll sing the question again Does Christ death mean all our sins can be forgiven Here's the answer Paid the penalty for our sin. God will remember our sins no more. We're gonna sing it here again, and you guys jump in this time from home. We go. Does Christ? Christ. Mean all our sins can be forgiven? Sing the question again. Does Christ death mean all our sins can be forgiven? You know the answer. Yeah. All right. That's the end of the song today. We're glad you joined us. Mr. Abraham is getting pretty snuggly. (laughs) We hope that we'll see you again next week, guys. Goodbye for now.
2: (laughs) Say goodbye.